Welcome back to Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. This is Michael Delaware. I am your host. Today I have a very special guest, Leah Richard, who is the museum administrator and curator for the Vicksburg Historical Society in, you guessed it, Vicksburg, Michigan. Today we're going to explore some of the wonderful history of the Vicksburg area. Welcome to the show, Leah. Thank you for taking time to be on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. So could you begin by telling the audience a little bit about yourself and how you came to be involved with the Vicksburg Historical Society? Um, sure. Uh, how I came to be involved with the Historical Society, I took a job with them. <laughs> okay. um, they were looking for an office manager, and uh, I started that a year ago, and I slowly became kind of everything else over this last year. So okay. um, our curator was looking to retire, and she kind of said, well, you can do it. And so here I am. Um I when I thought about working for the Historical Society, I thought it was really interesting. Um, my uh, interest, I've always loved doing genealogy, and um, I'm one of those people that likes to go to weird historical mm -hmm. sites and read about them. And, you know, I drive past something, and I'm like, why is it named that? Or, you know, so um, I've always find that kind of stuff interesting, and um, I've been able to pursue that interest by working for the Historical Society. Great. So when was the Vicksburg founded? Mm -hmm. So it was um, platted first in 1836 by John Vickers. Okay. Um, and he had settled here in 1830 on what was the um, Natawasepi Reservation at the time. Okay. Um, he was the first white settler to kind of break in and he just kind of squatted is what they called it. It was squatters rights at the time. I see. Um, and so from there, the, you know, with a mill, everything kind of um, built up around it. And um, by 1871, they had incorporated the village. So we've just passed our 150-year celebration. Oh, wow. That's quite a bit. So I've noticed in driving through there, the Historical Society has the historic village there. Is that where the original village area of Vicksburg was, or is that more of a uh, place they've set up some of the original buildings? No. Uh, no, the original Platted Village uh, makes up quite a bit of what is our downtown area currently. So what we have out here is just kind of a uh, something that we built to represent what a rural village might have looked like okay. uh, kind of between 1890 and 1932. Um, just to give people an idea of what life might have been like during that okay. time. So I'm looking at the map that was on your website of the Vicksburg Historic Village. Are any of those buildings like ones that were restored or original, or are they just replicas? Oh, so we do have, there's nine buildings, and then we have three pieces of rolling stock um, on the premises. Um, and several of those buildings were moved. Mm -hmm to um, the property. Um, we have Strong School, which was a one-room schoolhouse um, in the north side of um, okay. St. Joe County, actually, and it was incorporated into the Vicksburg School District. We have a farmhouse and barn that were both moved to the property. And then we also have um, a Brady Township Hall that is here. 
Um, the other buildings were built um, to house specific artifacts or to represent specific parts of what might be in that rural village at the time. Okay. Now, the one that I would think draws a lot of attention with kids is the caboose and the boxcars, and that's certainly a, a really cool thing to stop by and see. Mm-hmm. They are very popular. So we do have a, uh, and the railway cars, they are actual rail cars. Um, we do have a caboose, which is um, from like 1940s, mid-1940s, um, and then a uh, 19 early 1900s rail car and both of those you can enter into they both house artifacts just as all of our buildings house artifacts um, relevant to what that building's representing okay um, and then we also have a tanker car that you cannot go into and i would not recommend going into okay and those do become a favorite with the kids a lot of families stop in and um, love to get into those and um, they're extra fun if you get to stand on the end of the caboose and watch a train go by because the train's probably only 15, 20 feet away when it when it goes through here. So, Wow, that's that's cool. Yeah, I've been by there a few, few times and I've stopped a couple of times and looked at the some of the, the buildings and the uh, railway cars. What Do you have any information on the railroad history of Vicksburg? Um, yeah. So... Um, Originally, in the late 1850s, the Grand Rapids and Indiana um, Railroad had started talks and started to um, get land grants to actually run the railroad. Um, they were looking eventually to go from Cincinnati up to Mackinac, um, which eventually they did. Okay. Um, but um, the economy and then the Civil War kind of put a halt to all of that. Um, and so the, the GR and I railroad didn't, um, actually get completed until 1870. Uh, oddly enough though, in 1861, you can find a County plat map that actually shows that railroad going through here because hmm. they were so adamant that it was going to happen. And so excited that they, it was going to happen that they, they actually put it on the map 10 wow. years before the railroad was actually in place. So, wow. but, um, GR and I actually had their headquarters here. Um, at that point, and they uh, they had a huge celebration when they opened the railroad officially. Um, they they would bring in um, they used about fifteen flatbed cars, and they brought people in from Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo and just loaded them up for a free ride to what was actually called Brady, not Vicksburg at the time. Wow. Um, and they had a huge picnic and celebration here. Wow! And then um, within a year, the Peninsular Railroad. Um, which had been trying to uh, break into connecting uh, Chicago to Port Huron, they opened up um, their rail line here. What was the original industry that established the community of Vicksburg? Uh, mills. It was it was milling. Um, when John Vickers settled here, that's the one of the first things he did was okay. was build a grist mill. Um, it was his second grist mill in the area, but he didn't like his first mm-hmm. one. Um, over in the other township. So he found a spot on the Portage Creek that um, had a little bit of a waterfall and he dammed it and um, built a mill there. And then from there, because mills were so important to uh, pioneers at that time, that's kind of where the community started, just started building around that mill. And then um, there were other sawmills and grist mills and that started to pop up after that as well. So any famous people from Vicksburg's history? Uh, maybe a few like sports. 
I, <laughs> I, nobody, uh, nobody popped into my head. I, I actually looked on Wikipedia for the answer to see if they had a list because oh, there's nothing around here. Um, it looks like there's some baseball players that played for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say if you've ever heard of the Nash mole trap, um, that was actually invented by Myron Nash here in Vicksburg. Um, so he's kind of famous. His name doesn't pop up, but wow. Nash mole traps are famous. So we'll take that one. Wow. I guess. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Catching those moles. Yeah. And it's still, I mean, if you look at a Nash mole trap compared to how it was made here in Vicksburg. Does the historical society have any events coming up for the holidays? Um, we do have a few, um, we're bringing back the trains, which for us means the model trains, which um, we had hosted in the past um, during the month of December. Um, so every Saturday this December in the depot, you can come and watch the trains run through. Um, and then we'll also be taking part in the annual Christmas in the Village Parade um, on December 10th. Um and then we also, the Historic Village hosts uh, Christmas Card Lane, which is huge Christmas cards uh, purchased by families and businesses, and they're lit up throughout the village, and you can drive through and, and look at those. Wow, that sounds like fun. So it should be fun. Um, we're really excited about the trains. It's always a, a fan favorite, crowd favorite. So um, if anybody's interested, especially kids, they love them. Okay. So what are the dates of those events? Um so the model trains are every Saturday in December, um, 11 to four. And then, um, Christmas card lane will always be open. I think it's more fun to come drive through at night. Um, because everything's lit up, we will have decorations out on the buildings and that type of thing. And then, um, our Christmas in the village celebration, which, um, mostly happens downtown, but we're doing some things during that, um, like the trains, um, that's December 10th. And that's a Saturday as well. So we'll still be running 11 to 4 that day. And in the, I was looking at the map here of the historic, um, Vicksburg Historic Village. I see that you have a general store and Dora Lee's Sweet Shop. Does that get open to the public for any time during the year? So, yep. Um, all the buildings are open except for our express office, um, which um, houses all our artifacts. Mm-hmm. Everything else is open uh, the end of May through the beginning of um, October. Um, We're open Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, 11 to 5, to the public. And we are free. We welcome donations, but um, you're more than welcome to come in. You can come say hi to us in the depot, and then you can wander through the historic village and check out all the buildings. Um, We do have over 20,000 artifacts on on site. So um, all the buildings are set up to... uh, like we said, represent what a village might have looked like, what that what that business might have been like. So, and and Doris Lee. I see. So it's kind of like their little mini museums. Yeah, each building is yes. Wow. Yep. And Doris Lee is always a favorite. Um, Doris Lee was an actual business in downtown Vicksburg for over sixty years, um, and they were the the local sweet shop. Uh, used to stay open at night for late movies and that type of thing. Everybody could go get a uh, get some sweets, and uh, so that's that's really a local favorite. People that grew up in the village remember it because she was open um, wow. into the wow. the early nineties. So it's a lot of wonderful history there. Um, 
and where they can they uh, where do they look for the village or the Vicksburg Historical Society online if they want to contact you? So, um, and that's a good point. We're also um, you can contact us if you would like a tour or if you uh, just want to stop in and do research, anything like that. We're always um, available by appointment. Um, you can reach us through Facebook or Instagram um, or email, phone call, or um, check out our website, which is vicksburghistory.org. Okay. And all of those will have up-to-date information on any events going on because we do host a number of events throughout the year. Um, those include, uh, we have a speaker series that we host, um, during our, our summer season, uh, where we bring in local speakers once a month. Um, we run a hands-on history program during the summer, uh, where people get a chance to actually do stuff with, with historical items. Um, one I started last year was using a Washington press in our print shop. So you actually get to come behind the gate. And uh, actually run the machine yourself with help, of course. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It, it was a blast. And we also host um, two two events. Uh, one's kind of our opening day, which is May Meander. And that's always at the end of May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our big, big event is the last Sunday in September every year. We host the Harvest Festival Um and that, I mean, we do Model A rides because we have a Model A on premises. So you're able to to ride that. Um, we have vendors and food trucks and um, we have the wood turners are on site and fabric arts um, organizations. It's just, it's a really great time. Petting zoo, everything you can imagine. Wow, that so. sounds like a lot of educational opportunities for everybody. Yeah, yeah. We, that's, you know, part of our um, hopes is to share the history of Vicksburg um, with the community and outside of the community as well. Um, and then also to to um, bring the community together under that umbrella of history and togetherness. And um, that's one thing that Vicksburg's always been really good at. And we like to, to continue with that and to, to provide that for the community. Right. What would be your favorite story or chapter in the history of Vicksburg? Um, you know, there's lots of little things that jump out at me. I read so much about about the history here. Um, I really am always fascinated by that the 1870s, just because there was so much going on with the railroads coming in and the incorporation mm-hmm. of the village and just watching how they came together to do that. Um, but I like reading little things about, um, like when the, they got a wheelbarrow that belonged to the village and the, the police officers didn't have a car. It was before vehicles, Uh you know, automobiles. And so they would use it. They were happy because they could wheel the, the people that needed to be thrown in jail for a night. They could wheel them down to the jail instead of carrying them from the bar or saloon or whatever it was. (laughs) <laughs> it was a highlight, you know, a wheelbarrow. You wouldn't think it, but they loved wow. it. And, um, you know, seeing all these wow. little laws or rules that they had to enact, like when they had to stop allowing cows to wander freely around the streets or um, they used to have a stretch of, mm-hmm. of street just on the edge of the village where people could run their horses. You know, they could 
ride them as fast as they wanted because horse racing was a little bit of a thing around here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love I love those little things. Just kind of the I'm sure there are things that happen in a lot of small villages, but to know that I I live here and um and I you know I walk down that street where that happened. It's it's always more fun to to think about and to picture that happening here. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite a different time. Uh, Michigan, I think all across Southwest Michigan had some major changes in the 1870 era because of the railroads coming through and Absolutely. And, you know, a big thing for us was, um, like, with Meyer Nash being an inventor, he wasn't the only inventor in the village. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of um, industry that grew from that, um, which always is is fascinating. And it draws people here just to say, oh, that happened here. You you see an old picture. There was a tractor that was actually built here, One of the, a very early tractor that was invented. Mm-hmm. in Vicksburg and there's a photograph of it and you know it's fun to be able to say well you go stand down at that corner and you're standing in the same spot you can still see that row of buildings that's there Wow! and um that's always really that's really cool I think that's not something that a lot of people think about mm-hmm. um but it's something I get to point out and the historical society gets to help preserve well you guys have done a remarkable job of trying to preserve history and make it interesting for people i love all the uh the replica buildings and that you know the historic village setup that you have there and uh you know it's just that's a that's quite a lot a lot lot of communities don't have things like that set up and that's that must take in quite a bit of time to set up that uh that how long how many years did that take to build um I think that they started in the early 90s and the last building was built in 2012. So probably a good 20 years of work and planning. Mm -hmm. And it it really is a a testament to the community. Um, All that's happened here, you know, that was all that was all done by volunteers and donations Mm -hmm. and grants. And it was it was the community coming together, um, making that choice to preserve the history um, but that's kind of Vicksburg. When when somebody calls and says, we want to do this, everybody gets together and they make sure it gets done. And that's something you still see today in Vicksburg, yeah. which uh, I think makes us unique um, and very community driven. So I, I love that we can tie that history um, into present day and, and you see those, those um, continuing um, community standards, I guess. That's great. Yeah, that's quite a, an amazing uh, project and a, quite a, an accomplishment for the village of Vicksburg, and um, it's quite fascinating. So any last thing you'd like to say about the Vicksburg Historical Society and what people should know and how they can contact you if they wanted to reach out to you? Um, I guess just, you know, stop by. We always have great information. You never know what you'll find here. Um, uh, we have We have binders and pictures and and books and um we have a couple books written about vicksburg that are um, available for sale here of course Mm -hmm. but um i think they're an interesting read but i look at them a lot too so um and yeah if you just want to learn about what maybe a rural village uh could become and what we have become and um 
revisit some of that history, uh, this is the place to come do it. So like I said, if you check us out on Facebook or our website, especially, which is vicksburghistory.org, you'll always find up-to-date information on our hours or how to contact us and then any events that are going on. Um, Okay. And we're always available by appointment and we respond to email and um, phone calls. Wow. Well, appreciate you coming on today to talk about some of this uh, history and also the historical society that you have there. I've been talking with Leah Richard, who is the museum administrator and curator of the Vicksburg Historical Society in Vicksburg, Michigan. And if you'd like to find out more about them, I will put the link to their website in the description of the podcast episode so that you can reach out to them and check out their calendar and pay a visit to see all the exhibits they have set up there. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me at michaeldelaware.com. I'm always happy to hear from my listeners. And until next time, when we take another journey into yesterday and explore yet another wonderful tale of Southwest Michigan's past, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.